and people of the United States to form a more perfect union, secure the blessings of liberty, reestablish the meaning of the Constitution. Hello, friends, and welcome to We The People Show. This is your host, Tiger, and welcome back, co-host Bradley. Feels great to be back. Nice. Now, um, today is Veterans Day, as y'all know, and uh, just just let me give y'all a brief summary, folks, background, the origin of it. So, on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month in 1918, Germany surrenders and therefore marking the end of World War I. And uh, the first anniversary of World War I was, I guess, commemorate, um, celebrated in a way on uh, November 11th, 1919, and armistice, as Armistice Days, that is. And it wasn't become, it wasn't known as a holiday until 1938. And and it's since 1938, it's it's been observed, currently observed as Veterans Day, like today, since then. So, to, since today is Veterans Day, we would like to give a shout out to all of our veterans who served this country. We're going to go by branch by branch. First off, Army. Bradley, I believe your uh, great-grandfather served as a medic in the Korean War, correct? Yes, uh, my great-grandfather, um, uh, Joseph Leap, was uh, a medic for, I believe I believe it was the Army, I'm not, might have been the Marines, but I'm just going to say Army, right. uh, but um, yeah, and uh, he healed a lot of wounded soldiers on the battlefield when the uh, Americans were fighting against the North Koreans and the Chinese during the Korean War. And he saved a lot of lives from those communists. <laughs> yes, that's good. And honestly, last year, Bradley, in 2020, when those uh, Bernie Sanders people texted you to vote for Bernie, you kind of mentioned your grandfather, and you sort of roasted them by saying, as I quote, I say hell no to commie Bernie. And I'm like, damn. But anyway, uh, that's enough of that, but for now, for Veterans Day, I thank your great-grandfather for your, for his service. Thank you, Tiger. And I, I thank him as well. And uh, so, uh, besides Bradley's great-grandfather, there are many others who have served in the Army. And, and uh, f- the veteran I would like to feature would be, Al- he goes by the name of Audi Murphy. He was awarded the Medal of Honor uh, for his actions on January 1945 when he held off single-handedly a whole company of German soldiers. That was honestly very awesome. And we'd like to thank him for his service with the Army. And Bradley, what do you know about Mr. Audi Murphy? Honestly, I, I haven't heard of his name until you mentioned him, but he sounds like he was a fantastic and noble person who fought for his um, country patriotically. Yes, and he fought honorably to uh, as part of the American and Allied effort to get the fascists out of Europe and Germany, 
in Germany. Well, mainly to, you know, liberate Europe from fascism. Right. Actual fascists. Right. And uh, moving on from the army, we would like to uh, honor and thank the veterans who served in the United States Navy. And uh, one famous member who served in the Navy would be Mr. Chester, I think, uh, yes, Mr. Admiral Chester Nimitz, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. He... Yes, I think it was like Chester Nimitz. Yes, he was known to have commanded the United States fleet in the Pacific War for uh, four years, yes, from 41 to 45. What do you know about him, Bradley? Oh, um, I, I knew he was, uh, he served in the naval branch of the U.S. military. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a lot of um, aircraft carriers or warships are named after him. Yes. Like the Nimitz, the Nimitz. or like one of them. Right, one of the ships, the Nimitz, USS Nimitz. Yeah, it's still in service today, I believe. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, and he fought, and he fought in the Pacific Theater. Yeah. Or commanded, like, um, military in the Pacific Theater, U.S. military, U.S. Navy. Right. And as a matter of fact, he's so well known that even in, uh, he even has a museum, I believe, for him in Fred. Fredericksburg, Texas, in which there was also there is also a, uh, I think a World War Two um, reenactment site. You know, when people are there, they reenact the Pacific War. I honestly been meaning to go there and try to go there, like make plans for it. It sounds awesome. Maybe one day we will go together, Bradley. Yeah, I'd love to visit it sometime. Sounds uh, pretty cool. Yep. But uh, how, how do they re- how do they reenact it? Like, do they reenact like some of the battles like uh, on the islands? Because yeah. I, I can't really see like naval battles or like mock naval battles being in Fredericksburg, Texas, in well, the center of the state. I understand <laughs> your uh, your question there, but what the museum and uh, reenactment site is is reenacting you know island battles, so no no sea battles in a landlocked area. <laughs> Yeah, I figured. <laughs> yeah, so they have, I guess, reenactors dressed as U.S. Marines and and Japanese soldiers for the reenactment. Yeah. And uh, I think my parents or somebody, a relative, been there, and I've seen pamphlets which inspired me to go there. But overall, nice. we thank the United States Navy for their service, members of the U.S. Navy. And I'd like to give a quick shout-out to my uh, high school friend Lauren Bose, who is currently serving in the U.S. Navy, so I, so I thank her for her service. And speaking of the Marines, as we mentioned earlier, the United States Marine Corps. As a matter of fact, I have a flag of the Marine Corps up in my apartment. I am not a Marine, but I had that flag for a reason, and that reason is to, um, to honor and thank my my high school other high school friends who are currently serving in the Marines so I thank y'all and as a matter of fact yesterday was the birthday of the Marine Corps 246 birthday so happy birthday Marines and a noble Marine a famous Marine would be John Basilian but like B-A-S-I-L-O-N-E 
he was awarded the Medal of Honor for his actions in the Pacific War, specifically during the, the, the Guadalcanal campaign and the, what's it called, the TV show, The Pacific, even featured him. So what do you know about John Bradley? Uh, I, I'm afraid I don't know, I don't know anything about him. Okay. But he, again, he sounds like a, a fantastic guy who served our country well. Yep, indeed, you're correct. And no worries if you don't know these people. But either way, the main point is we thank them for their heroism and their Indeed. service to this country. And uh, moving on to the United States Coast Guard, um, Douglas A. Monroe, he was the only... Oh, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, I just wanted to also add in the Marines, my grandfather also served. Uh, uh, he was in the Marine Reserves during the late years of the Vietnam War. Gotcha. He was never deployed to Vietnam, but... He was drafted because of it, and he still served his country well and honorably, just as much as the people who, uh, you know, volunteered or went into Vietnam. So, I would like to thank his service. Yes, I do too. Thank you for mentioning that, and I'm glad, Bradley, that I have the Marine flag in my apartment to honor all Marines, even your relative there. Yes. <laughs> and. Uh, Yes, so the moving on back to, as I was saying, the United States Coast Guard, Douglas A. Munro. He was awarded the Medal of Honor for his actions also in Guadalcanal in the Pacific War. And you were thinking, y'all probably thinking to yourself, why on earth would be a Coast Guard service, servicemen would be serving in a Pacific War? Well, at the time, the Coast Guard was uh, upgraded to, to be a part of of the Navy, the Department of the Navy, so that's why, and I think that uh, that system still go ongoing to this day. And he, Monroe, Mr. Monroe here, he's the only uh, member of the Coast Guard to be awarded such Medal of Honor during a wartime. So that's one interesting fact. That's why I featured him in this episode. What are your thoughts about the Coast Guard and Mr. Monroe Bradley? Well. Um... Uh, well, my thoughts on the Coast Guard is that I I actually didn't know that they did actively participate in World War II, like in the Pacific. I kind of thought their goal was to defend the mainland, right? like via the coast. Yes, the thing was the uh, Coast Guard. That's pretty cool that I found out that they took an active role. Yep, it's a pretty interesting fact. Even I didn't know when I tried researching it, and I found that out. And, you know, it's always good to learn something new. Indeed. So, as I was saying, the Coast Guard, they were a branch that was at first founded to, I think, um, to stop counterfeiting, or was that the Secret Service? I could be right or wrong. It was... Mm, I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, we might have to look it up. It's part of the Department of Treasury at first, the Coast Guard, but eventually it was made a separate branch who were uh, doing a fantastic fantastic job in uh, defending the U.S. coast lines. So I thank the Coast Guard for their service. I as well. And we're almost there, moving on to the United States Air Force. The most famous, famous guy we are featuring is Balls Buzz, my bad, 
uh, I can't speak today. Buzz Aldrin. Now, y'all might be y'all might know him as being the the astronaut who landed on the moon along with Neil Armstrong. Well, I feature him because he was previously a fighter pilot during the Korean War, actually for the Air Force. And so I decided to count him in and thank him for his service, for his actions in the Korean War and serving this country. So what are your reaction to that, Bradley, about Buzz Aldrin, who has served in the Air Force before? Oh, um, well, I read somewhere that he did serve in the U.S. military before uh, uh, he became an astronaut. Um but uh, that was pretty cool that he did serve in the, the Air Force. Yep. And uh, the finally, the last, well, Air Force, yes. Sorry, I, I'm kind of my brain meltdown there. And I was, I was going to say um, we thank the Air Force for providing air support during any conflict. And, and I as well. And finally, last but not least, this branch may may or may not surprise you but thank the members of the United States Space Force. Now that is very, very, very new. Founded in December 2019 under the Trump administration. And the guy we like to feature who runs space operation is, uh, I believe, General, I could be wrong about his rank, but it's General J. Raymond. He is currently the first chief of space operations. So I guess uh, we thank members of the Space Force, right, Bradley? Uh, yes, I agree. <laughs> now, just uh, going, just to rub it in a little bit, how, you know, scientifically and realistically possible would space warfare be? I mean, just a curious thought. Um, how, how realistic would they be? Yeah, something like that. Oh, well, I mean, they already exist now, but um, you're talking about, like, I assume on, like, a scale of Star Wars or Star Trek, of them, like, being that, active in space. That might be a little far, but sure, we could start somewhere like that. Yeah, uh, I don't know, it's still way too early for them to have the technology to deploy as quickly in space as the the Galactic Republic's forces during the Clone Wars with <laughs> the... the the clone army. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're not on that level yet, but you know, it's 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 possible that they could get to that in like fifty years from now. Yeah, I guess this is just the beginning of it, and we will see how President Biden and future presidents after him would uh, manage that branch. After all, Biden is the commander in chief, and speaking of the commander in chief, yes. President Biden is the commander of all the armed forces. Like him or not, he is the president, and we should respect him. And there is, uh, there's, it's been going on for months since Biden took office. There's been threats of China planning a, an invasion of Taiwan or whatnot, or whatever sinister plan they may have. Well, we should, in that case, we should stand behind Biden willy-nilly because he is the chief, right, Bradley? Yes. Um, now, one thing uh, I will say he has done right is send a bunch of uh, supplies and weapons to Taiwan and 
send and secretly sent uh, U.S. Marines uh, there to help train their military. Yes. So I think that's good. Um, that is now, good. will he go as far as to actively defend them by sending our own troops and a hypothetical invasion by China is still unknown? Yeah, and that's the thing, folks. We With the, um, the modern age right now, with China being, as I like to call it, uh, the new Soviet Union. We are kind of the, in the new Cold War, and we hope to um, prevent another world war as uh, as long as possible. Hopefully forever have world peace, but with, you know, tensions in the world, you never know, right? Right. Now you have China making deals with the Taliban, so who knows what happens there. Yes. And to all the veterans who... Uh, who are mad at President Biden right now about Afghanistan, we understand. We as a show, we're mad too how he botched the withdrawal. It shouldn't have happened. We shouldn't have uh, left equipment and dogs behind and American citizens behind. And the people who, uh, uh, the Afghan nationals that helped out the U.S. military. Yes, them too, the Afghan Interpreters. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yep. It is well uh, for the purpose of Veterans Day. Let's not, you know, bring in modern, you know, politics and modern news. Just uh, commem commemorate all of the veterans who've served throughout the the most of the United States or all of the United States' existence since the Revolution to uh, the latest conflict of, I guess, the War on Terror. Yes. And Bradley, going forward with the U.S. military, uh, what's your wish to them this Veterans Day? Final thoughts? Well, my uh, my wish is that that they get taken good care of, and uh, you know they're not forgotten for their noble services to our country, and we we need to treat them with great respect. Everyone does. Regardless of if you agree with a conflict they were involved with or not, the fact is is that they either chose to or had to serve in that conflict, and the fact that they were able to to do that and survive, that's like the, they got lucky. They got lucky they did, and we need to show respect to those that died as well. Yes. And I think... Uh, Veterans Day is a very good day to honor those people that fought bravely for our country, both living and dead. Indeed. Well said, Bradley. And um, my closing thoughts to the to veterans out, in the, out there for this Veterans Day is that uh, your service is not, for, it's not forgotten. It will always and forever be remembered. So we thank all of y'all for y'all's service. And to those who currently serving, my high school friends, etc., etc., and all of us that we know, um, we, th we also thank y'all for your service, for, uh, for, you know, working to keep our country free. Because after all, we are the land of the free and the home of the brave. Amen. Yeah. So, Bradley, uh, what are you planning 
to do for Veterans Day. Like for me, I will plan on I try to, you know, the best I can to lay wreath for a veterans fan or yeah, something. I, I it's hard to describe now since it's been a while since I've done it. I've done it a lot in in ROTC during high school, in which we you know lay wreath on the graves of those who fallen and you know and partic participate in activities to to, uh, to honor those who are living the living veterans so w what are your um, plans of something of that nature well my plans are to uh, like I said before I'd, I'd re remember those who died and thank them for their service um, in terms of like uh, going to like a veterans memorial um, uh, I'm not sure uh, I'm not sure if I will do that but that is a possibility to consider right there is a I, I believe a veterans uh, memorial in in town I've been there to you know show respect and also did a news story I remember last November and I certainly hope you do too Bradley yes uh, I visited the memorial uh, this summer for the first time it was very moving that's cool well, now it's the appropriate time to go again. Yes, indeed. So, in conclusion, once again, we thank all of the veterans for their service. This day is important to, uh, to observe, and it is also a chance for national unity. So politically, I hope uh, everyone of both parties should not say anything rude or politicize such a day because it's not a good idea it should be a day for unity it doesn't matter what party you are registered part of or what views you have just show some respect for veterans now bradley i i uh, i definitely know you completely agree with that 100 percent. and uh, they should not be uh, disrespected at right so anyway, that concludes uh, this week's episode for We The People Show. Thank you for coming on, Bradley. And uh, I hope, I just hope, if our plans um, allow it, um, I shall see you in person for Wurstfest this uh, this awesome this awesome festival held annually. So I hope to see you in person again. Yeah, me too. So thank you so much folks for listening and we wish y'all a happy veterans day take care y'all later y'all we the people of the united states to form a more perfect union secure the blessing of liberty reestablish the meaning of the constitution